deal. I'm the best there is. Well, Lottie frickin' God! You can't handle the truth. I'm living like a RVP! Just a big, hairy American winning machine. What do you want to do with your life? Two but almost will you? I can't wait to ship my pants. I wish you could just shut your big yapper! Hey, good evening, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Long Chair Podcast. This is your host, Johnny Weather. I'm hanging out with my brother Brad tonight. It's just the two of us chilling out. We got a whole list of goodies I think Brad's always got for us, right? Uh, we're going to keep this short and sweet. Just a couple of protein-consuming males chilling out on the psychiatrist long chair. And we are writing some common-sense holistic prescriptions for a healthier America. You know, Brad, I always love that word holistic because, you know, I'm a, I'm a conservative-type person. And, you know, I like that natural medicine thing. And people always think that that's like a hippie thing. And I, I find that more conservatives are into that holistic medicine than liberals for that matter. Um, everybody I know, I mean, I knew a lot of liberals that did it, but I don't know conservatives that don't use holistic medicines. Well, cause you want to know what's going in your body, right? Yeah. I mean, it's just, it breaks down to that. Right. And I think with that whole thing with COVID, it just made people even more want to go down that holistic route. I mean, I've saw three, I think three gardens pop up in my neighborhood this year. I thought that was kind of <laughs> comical. And here I am with this giant garden in my in my yard that my neighbors kind of like were well, like, whoa, that's a pretty big garden. And I'm like, yeah, you gotta get your food from somewhere. <laughs> so better better to know where it's coming from. Amen. Yeah, that that uh, COVID you talked about. We have a video coming up where we can talk about that. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I just I always think it's uh, you know I think people who listen to the show probably wonder why I say holistic, and I think it's very important for us to take a in an approach of medicine, my own personal opinion, the IMO as they call it, um, I just I just think it's smarter for people to go preventative versus fixing things. I would rather try to stop things from happening than actually go and end up with it and then try to get it fixed. Right. What's the yeah. problem? You know, where you're taking aspirin because you have a headache. Well, what's causing the headache, right? Right. And you know, I think here's a great way to look at it too. You drive a vehicle. Everybody does, right? But if you mm -hmm. drive a vehicle, you, you cruise around that car. Do you let those tires run all the way past the metal belts? And so you're sliding all over the road and you can't get any grip. I mean, well, you could continue to drive those tires till they all pop. I mean, you could, but why wait that long? Wouldn't you rather well, have my, better performance? And my dad and my grandpa used to call the lights in a car idiot lights. If you let a problem go until the light comes on, you're not doing the maintenance that you need to do, right? So he's Usually. always saying check your idiot lights well <laughs> but sometimes things happen but yeah i get his point i mean you shouldn't need your oil light to go on because you're low on oil you should be getting it changed regularly absolutely totally agree so um tucker carlson's back on uh video on uh, on the tv he's um got a show kind of going through issues of the day the tuck he uh has a video here about January 6th. Let's see what the video is about. There was a guy called QAnon Shaman, Jacob Chansley. They put the guy in prison for years. There is surveillance tape that they hid until I aired it, showing the Capitol Police trying lots of doors, trying to get into the Senate chamber, the sacrosanct chamber that he wasn't allowed to be in, and then escorting him in. And he kind of wanders around like he's taking a hit of mescaline, just kind of, you know what I mean? And like, he says a prayer, he thanks God for the Capitol Police, and then he wanders out. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for getting the inspiration needed 
to these police officers to allow us in this building. You cannot call that guy an insurrectionist. That's a lie. He was not armed, and its purpose was not to overthrow the government. It was, it was a spasm of rage that Trump definitely it helped inspire. That's true. And um, at the election results. Okay. You know, I, I'm not actually for that. Don't think leaders should be making people more pissed in general. Um, but that's what it was. It was not an insurrection. And to put Jacob Chansley, an American citizen, a Navy veteran, in jail for years after he was let into the Senate chamber by uniformed Capitol Hill police officers, and then I play that, and I'm the bad guy? F*** you. What do you think? Well, I mean, it's still, you know, I've had a problem with Tucker for a long time, and a lot of people know I have, and I don't hide from it, and I'm not one to fall for his shenanigans, but Tucker's nothing more than just another capitalist trying to make a buck off of people. He doesn't really divulge all the, I mean, he did give good info there way after the fact, but I don't like the fact that he he blames Trump because Trump told the people to be peaceful, to not do bad things. He was trying to calm people down, and yet they keep using this this narrative that Trump was telling people to do these things. He absolutely was not, and that's where I get a little pissed off at Tucker is because I look at Tucker and I say, hey, come on, listen, you're willing to stick up for Jacob, but you're not willing to stick up for Trump. That's kind of really cowardly, in my opinion. Now, and again, as far as Jacob, you know, I watched all the videos. Uh, they let him in. They let people like Jacob in, and they walked all over the place. They murdered Ashley Babbitt, um, and that I watched that video. They literally murdered her. They know who murdered her, just like they know who had cocaine in the White House, for goodness sakes. You know, I'm so sick of this, this administration. Uh, this is where, and I'm going to say it straight up because I know you'll disagree with me, but this is where a coup d'etat should happen. This is literally where a coup d'etat should happen. We know our election was stolen. We know we're dumping money into a foreign government that's literally robbing and doing heinous war crimes. I mean, let's not pretend like Ukraine is some, some wonderful country. Ukraine is blowing up bridges. They're blowing up dams. They've blown up their own Nord Stream pipeline. All those things have happened. We got cocaine in the White House. We got, we got a president's son who literally was, was guilty of the same crimes as another man, a black man, and people know who I'm talking about, who got, what, six years in prison. Hunter gets nothing. We've seen the student loan bailout thing come back now. We've seen so many things. And again, most importantly, the election being stolen. We know this president is not legit. And when you lock up people from January 6th, when you're using the, the, uh, the, the FBI and the DOJ as your personal Gestapo police, this is the SS right now, um, this is where a coup d'etat should take place in this country. And if you look around at all the crazy things happening, think about what we're saying here. We've had massive train derailments, just had another one in Pennsylvania. You know that Ohio train? They made a movie about it like two years prior. And I heard it was in the same town. Now, I got to verify that, but that's crazy, B. All these things this administration done, I'm telling you straight up, a coup d'etat is why there is such things as a coup d'etat. You that's are fired up tonight, aren't you? Yeah, I don't agree with Tucker that uh, Trump was the instigator. I think Trucker's, Trucker, <laughs> Tucker has <laughs> a, uh, Trucker has a, 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 an agenda there. He's trying to do something. And I think he's trying to back someone else for president next time. Yeah. But, uh, to call those people, uh, the people on January 6th, to call them insurrectionists, all you're trying to do is gain a headline and gain something for the next elections. That's all you're really trying to do. And then blaming it on Trump, you're trying to fix 
who goes against you next time. Right. And that's, I mean, I mean he's, he's trying to play nice and I'm not buying it. I really am I'm starting to look at when, you know, this, this show, we base it off of looking at video, political videos and giving our opinion and, and trying to give a common sense, holistic approach as opposed to just listening to what people say. And so I'm looking at the reasons behind why people are doing things. And there really is no good reason for someone to say people walking in with as with an escort and then sitting in a chamber that they'll t- probably never be in. That was a great moment for them. And now you're turning it into something so you can put them in jail and get headlines and get traction against the, at that time, president. Yeah, that's a great way to look at it. I, I, I do think it's just another way for capitalist Tucker to make money. He, he got his hands on that tapes. I mean, I want to remind people, there was another thing that Tucker had his hands on, which was the, wasn't it the, uh, the hard drive or something that was Hunter Biden's and he had his hands yes. on it. And then all of a sudden it magically disappeared. Yeah. The guy that had it was a friend of, uh, tr- I'm going to call him trucker from now on. He, uh, trucker. he was a friend of truckers. He was a friend of truckers. Yeah. And, uh, he uh, magically lost it in the mail, didn't he? That goes back to my original point where I had heard years back that Tucker and Hunter actually went to school together and were friends. So it wouldn't <laughs> it wouldn't behoove me at all to find out that Tucker, you know, magically made that stuff disappear um, to to help his buddy out. I, I keep telling you, Tucker's part of the Uniparty. I'm I'm a firm belief he's a Uniparty guy, and he's just a capitalist member uh, trying to pretend he's on the the, the right. And when he's really just, uh, he's just another guy trying to make a buck. He's showing his true colors now, isn't he? I've been saying it for several years. And just like I called out Sean Hannity, I, I saw the same in him. I, it's unfortunate how these, these conservatives, they, they, they're supposedly conservative, but then they turn. You, you're not going to get a turn from a Mark Levin. You're not going to get a turn from a David Webb. These are true. people that don't, they don't, they're not turning the corner. I know I can count on a David Webb, and I know I can count on the brilliance of Mark Levin, constitutional lawyer. So, you know, big shout outs to you fellas. I'm a huge fan. Um, but I know I can't trust a Tucker, and I sure as hell can't trust a Hannity. It just bothers me. <laughs> so you uh, you led into our, our next uh, video that we have, um, Ivermectin. You, oh. uh, did, you did some research on this back in uh, 2020 for COVID. You weren't... Yeah. You weren't sold on the fact that ivermectin was a bad thing. You do have to know what you're doing. As you pointed out to me, the little bit that you use is based on a certain poundage that you weigh. So you, you have to be honest with how much you weigh, but you got to give yourself the right <laughs> amount of horse paste, right? This, uh, this video here uh, goes into, and it's always amazing to me how now all of a sudden we're coming up with, before it was so bad, you couldn't even say the word ivermectin you started with iver people slapped you across the head now let's uh, listen to what they have to say one of the most disturbing false narratives was targeted at the nobel prize winning human medicine ivermectin what you're about to see will reveal the motive behind the smear campaign against one of the safest and most effective medicines of this era a medicine that according to the numerous top scientists i've interviewed this year could have ended the pandemic before it began so things are clearly bad, but they're being made even worse by people who have refused to take the vaccine and instead are swallowing horse paste. Horse dewormer. There's no clinical evidence that indicates that this works. It goes beyond that. We actually know that it doesn't work. Ivermectin 
is ineffective against COVID, but could put you in a coma. It can kill you. It can kill you. Turns out I got COVID. So we immediately threw the kitchen sink at it. All kinds of meds, monoclonal antibodies, uh, ivermectin. One of those drugs he mentioned, ivermectin, is something more often used to dewound horses. We should talk about that. <laughs> that bothered you. It should bother you, too. I, They're well, lying I, at your network about people taking human drugs versus drugs from it, veterinary. Calling it a horse dewormer is not a flattering thing. I get it's that. It's a lie. They, they, they shouldn't have said that. Why did they do that? I don't know. You're the medical guy over there. Ivermectin can be a very effective medication. Yeah, exactly. Everything that you said about it when you were talking to me about it, we were having that conversation. What about this horse paste? What about ivermectin? And and I was telling you, wait a minute, horse paste, <laughs> but uh, there is a human um, ivermectin also. Why didn't that ever make yeah. it to the market? Well, that's that's the thing. Like it was really difficult to get. I know that I own uh, both the horse paste, uh, the physical horse paste, apple flavor to be specific. And I also own the pills in which I had to get the pills from a foreign land uh, to get my hands on them uh, because doctors in America would not. Now, it's funny that you say that because um, I have a, uh, a family member who is who has been on ivermectin since they were a child for something different. And yet it, is, it works. It is. And it was a uh, prize winning uh, medical find. So. Why they wanted to do it was strictly because, and, I'm, and I've said this before, and I'm not afraid to tell people, if you go back and look at the number of people that die of the flu annually, and then you go back and look at the number of people who died of the flu during COVID, you're going to see some staggering numbers, people. This isn't, this isn't rocket science. Again, America needs to go back to using common sense. If this equals this, then this should equal that. And that does not, that doesn't work that way when it comes to COVID and the flu. Now, on top of that, you got to account for additional deaths, right? Because you had all these people putting people in the hospital and putting them on respirators for three weeks or a month. Then when they come off, their lungs don't know how to work anymore and they died from it. I mean, they were going to, they were at one point talking about indicting Kumo out of New York because of it. And of course, you know, like all other liberal crimes, it just goes right under the you know water under the bridge. No one knows. No one's talking. Blah blah blah. But there was a lot of people that died from being on respirators uh, and ventilators. Excuse me, ventilators, not respirators, ventilators. But you know the whole thing, Brad. You know the drill. This is about control. This was about money. This was about controlling the people. Um, this was about trying to uh, you know basically make Trump look like a bad president. Um, you know, just so many factors they used COVID for. And of course, it was a wealth giver. I mean, they gave a lot of people a lot of money for COVID. A lot of people a lot of money. I mean, there are millionaires that received hundreds of thousands of dollars in COVID funds for their silly small businesses that only a husband and a wife do. I mean, just the blatant fraud of people on this thing. Um, it, there was a lot to it, dude. There was a lot. The, the COVID was so bad, they're saying. Wouldn't they want to make sure co that ivermectin was not a solution to it? If I mean, if they really were looking out for us, us Americans or us people in the world, wouldn't that be what they would do instead of just saying no to it? Kind of gives you evidence that they are trying to control us because it went again, looking for the reason why they would be saying that ivermectin doesn't work. The only thing I can think of is that, as you know, horse paste 
if you get a hold of horse paste, you, you tell people, yes, it's okay. And they get a hold of horse paste and they take a whole bunch of it. They could die. Right. That's what they mean by you could die. So you want the right dosage, but that's the only reason. Otherwise, I believe there was solved... only one person that did that too. And um, if they solved the issue with ivermectin, wouldn't they be heroes? Well, you'd like to believe that, but you know, we'll go back here and we'll play a little game here for fun. Would you, well, let, let me ask you a question. Would you believe that a president is typically bought before they get into office? They have an agenda for somebody, right? In order to become president and raise enough funds to effectively get elected, you have to say yes to a lot of people asking you for favors. Yes, I would agree. Very good. Very good. Okay, cool. Cool. We we used to call that bribery back in the day, but <laughs> now we just call it a, a donation. Um, Correct. Now we call it we a raise the amount that you can donate. <laughs> right. Yeah. We, we just call it a campaign contribution, right? Uh, then they make some, you know, joke book that they whip up in six months and it goes out and they sell $40 million worth. It's crazy how these things work. But so the point is, is that every president has a price tag somewhere. And the reason I'm saying this is, is if you look at what happened during COVID, it's very easy to say that Joe Biden's money came from pharmaceutical companies and it came from, or from, from, you know, medical firms and it came from the schools. This is very clear where his money came from. Because look at some of the other industries that he's wrecking. He's, he's trying to wreck the fuel industry. He's trying to wreck the plane industry, transportation for the most part, right? Um, rail included. But from the drug standpoint, his drug people made a lot of money there. I mean, you asked why ivermectin wasn't approved because it was seven bucks for a, tu for a tube. <laughs> and believe me, that tube would have cured you. I don't care what anybody says. I took ivermectin. I took the horse base when I thought I was on my deathbed and the hospital wouldn't touch me. And they called me too late to get a monoclonal treatment. And guess what? Now I'm perfectly fine. Within three hours, I started feeling better. It was amazing how that stuff worked. And of course, after I finally got over the uh, uh, over COVID, because I had the Delta, uh, when I finally got over COVID, uh, the pills arrived in the mail. <laughs> great timing. So, yeah, great timing. So, but neither here nor there. I mean, the point is, is that every president's got a price tag and the price tag for this president was clearly pharmaceuticals and schools. That's what I see because that's where the money's coming in from. And that's also where uh, his pressure points are being laid into, where he's, where he's making things happen. Our current president puts his foot in his mouth quite a bit, doesn't he? Um, I'm telling you, I think that's why he's got those pharmaceutical companies and medical companies there so he can get surgery done for cheap when he gets his foot stuck in there one day. Well, unfortunately, his vice president's doing the same thing. Have a listen at the end here so you oh, catch she's it. she's a tard. When we invest in clean energy and electric vehicles and reduce population, Reduce population? I'm, I'm telling you, man, she's a tard. Literally, I don't care what anybody says. You can't use that word. Hell yeah, I can. I just did, and I'll use it again. She's a retard, man. Literally. She is dumber than a box of rocks. I cannot believe she's the VP still. I'm what are still you tired. saving What are you saving our environment for if you're getting rid of people? I'm telling you, that's the Bill Gates plan. We've talked about it. He's very open about it, right? Bill is very much very open about depopulizing the world. So has Klaus Schwab. These people want to eliminate the poorest people on earth and they're doing it. They are doing it through homelessness, through drugs, 
they are accomplishing their goals. And when they take their little test lab stuff out to Africa, have you ever noticed why typically Africa is always the guinea pig? You ever question that? Like Africa always seems to get stuff before everybody else. And I know people of, make excuses here and there, but I'm not buying it. I think they go out there and test them on them. It's because they're the poorest, right? And they have so many people with diseases that they, they can really just test anything. Well, think about it from a monetary standpoint. If you get the World Health Organization gets their money from the countries that donate into the UN or wherever they get their funds from that way, which you know it's a, a worldwide contribution fund, right, of the people that are part of it. If they get all their funds that way, and they were to go to an Africa and solve all these medical problems, well, they really wouldn't have a whole ton of work left. But if you're part of the company, like a Bill Gates type firm, and you're making the diseases to try them on them and creating new things, then you can actually increase funding to the WHO to get more funding for them to work on vaccines and stuff. I mean, it's a death cycle is what we're talking about. But these are greedy, heinous people. They don't value human life. They only value the consumption of others and money and power. That's it. You know, oddly enough, I'm, tr I'm starting to put two and two together. When I was in my 20s, I don't remember ever seeing, hardly ever seeing commercials for drugs on TV. No. There was Tylenol, aspirin, Advil, yep. those remember types of when, things. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Robert Ork used to do the uh, Bayer commercials. Yes. I remember he had a heart, he was trying to stop a heart attack or he had one. Right, because that. the the child version of Bear every day yeah. can save your heart and blah. But now, yeah, I think it was, and then there was the type two diabetes one. But that's it. I mean, that was it. And and before I before I jumped on our podcast here, I saw a commercial that was a medication for bulging eyes, and bulging they said, eyes. <laughs> "Tell tell your doctor about Teleza or something something stupid like that." Well, yeah, if, if, so if you go to the doctor and you've got bulging well, eyes, is the doctor not going to offer medication to help you? Well, do you have to tell? Do you have to tell the doctor? Are we talking like AOC eyes? Alexandria Ocasio Cortez eyes? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Boom, they still go. You know, they're way out there. And so you're going <laughs> to the doctor. <laughs> What kind of doctor are you going to that you got to tell him the medication he should be telling you or she should be telling you? Well, I like your point here. I think your point is very well taken. But I think what it is, is that perhaps the medical industry doesn't always stay up to everything. And maybe their pharmaceutical reps aren't the, you know, again, it's a competition, right? We know that some pharmaceutical reps are going to offer certain drugs. But then if a different one has a patent for one, well, you know, and they've got their 20 year patent in place and no one else can produce it like these types of drugs that you're talking about, you know, they try to get to the consumer just as much as the doctor, because if they get to the consumer, is it cheaper for them that way? Oh, buying off a doctor for every time they, yeah, buying off a doctor every time they prescribe to Yeah, absolutely. They're yeah, it's I mean, cheaper I, you know, probably to run commercials. Well, that's, you know, we did this with the, uh, what was that drug um, that killed all those people? Got them hooked. COVID? Uh, no, not COVID. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, I know that um, my kid was watching some YouTube stuff, right? And after every video kept playing the same ad. And you and I have talked about this because to me, it makes me very worried. And I think America, here's a prescription. Stay on your toes. Because when they're advertising for schizophrenia medication, that's not something we should be... There shouldn't be that many schizophrenics out there to be marketing them on YouTube. 
True. And if, if there is, what's going on? What's in the water? We need to stay, you know, we just, we just found what forever chemicals in the water. Where was that at? It was in a lot of major cities. Remember? Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. That article. Yeah. That yep. was, goes into your you know, body and stays there forever. Yep. Yeah. That's why you should get a Berkeley water filter system. Get rid of everything. So ivermectin worked on COVID. Um, how bad was the Pfizer vaccine? Uh, watch this uh, video if you're watching us on YouTube. Have a listen if you're listening to our podcast. Is there a way that I could test to see if vaccines cause blood clotting while we're here? Take some blood and put it on. I'll take that. Same number of drops in the same part of each slide. And that way we can focus on that one part spread. Look at that. Holy cow. We can do that. And I don't mean to sound sensational. I just, right. I haven't. Never seen anything do that. Nope. Never seen anything do that. Oh. Wow. Pfizer. That's the Pfizer, right? Ooh, look at that. Without anything on it. Yep. You can see little platelet clumps up in here throughout, and then a couple of white cells in the background. All right. Let's see what the Moderna looks like. Should be the thinner portion of the prep. Question is, where'd all the cells go? Seriously. I pushed them back into a big giant clump over at the edge. So this is the J&J. That's totally different. Isn't it? It was like a nuclear bomb went off. Yeah, it's all this clumping here out on the edge of it. Again, isotonic. These are supposed to be balanced with the pH of the body. You shouldn't, shouldn't be seeing you know, this kind of reaction. The first Pfizer, and these were the ones where we just put a drop on and the whole thing just cleared. Immediate dispersion and clumping. Those aren't going to carry a whit of oxygen. And now your body has to decide what to do. Pfizer, they put it on blood at the end there and all the blood just disperses. Yeah, it like runs away, but it all it all clots together too, though. Right, it right. We wonder why they're dying together. of clots. Yeah. Yeah, pretty amazing. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm certain that's caused some health problems for a few of my family members. We've discussed it and... You know, they, one of them admits that they believe that that's what it was causing it. Um, but sure. what are they going to do? You know, what are they going to do? Medic Who are they going to sue? You sign right? that waiver, you're screwed. It's, you know. Yep. And those things alter your DNA. I mean, come on. You know, what is wrong with yep. you folks? It's, yep. You know, I, I was reading somebody's thing about, you know, they were getting their vaccine. And I'm thinking to myself, good Lord, with all this information out there, you're, you're, I, I just, I'm lost. I can't understand how people can be such sheeples. Well, and I'm glossing over this because I can't stand the sight of blood, but that is really eye-opening, offensive, scary, that we, the government would allow, scientists would allow, U.S. companies would allow that to go into bodies without testing it. Makes me never, ever want to trust ever a doctor ever again. Oh, and no, that's a bad a, thing. A, yeah, no, I wouldn't. I mean, I... There's, there's obviously good doctors out there, right? Like we've talked about, there's, there's good cops, there's bad cops, there's good doctors, there's bad doctors, etc. right? So, you know, you got to try to find the good ones. That's the hard part. Um, and that takes <laughs> that research. It takes time. Yeah. It takes having a friend who might've experienced it and what their experience was. There's a right. lot to it than just, you know, there's a lot to it than just picking a doctor. I don't know. I'm, I'm with you on it. It's scary. That's why I always tell I always tell my kids, what is a doctor doing? They're practicing medicine. If we knew exactly what it did, it wouldn't be practicing medicine. 
So um, the next video I have is you've alluded to already the cocaine in the White House. Now, obviously, a lot of the White House reporters are asking Kareen the question over and over, and she's getting fed up with them asking the same question over and over. It could be because she's dodging the question, which I would, too, if I were her. But let's let's listen to what she has to say when a White House reporter asks her to say definitively, once and for all, was it Hunter Biden's cocaine? Can you just say once and for all whether or not the cocaine belonged to the Biden family? So <laughs> a couple of things there. There has been some irresponsible reporting uh, about the family. So to ask that question incredibly is actually irresponsible, incredibly irresponsible now if donald trump jr visited the white house and there was cocaine found do you think the press would let it go well i mean don't you think it's um incredibly irresponsible to have cocaine in the white house yeah incredibly <laughs> I mean, don't miss the main topic right <laughs> which is incredibly irresponsible um but yeah i think if the if the tables were turned and this was trump family I think this would be on every news article across the globe uh, and it would be freaking out and the press would be going nuts. And I, I think they would literally be tying nooses inside the press room. But for this to be the Bidens, and we all know it's Hunter's. There's a video about uh, of him right there taking a bump, turned right around at the at the ceremony, took a bump, rubbed his nose. Look, anybody who's ever done blow back in the 80s or 90s, they know exactly what Johnny Weather's talking about. The guy turned around, gave himself a little bump with a bullet, and then turned around and put that thing away, gave his nose a little wipe. And if you haven't seen the video, go see it. If you've seen the 80s and the 90s, you know what you're looking at. Well, what is she saying um, is incredibly irresponsible. She's saying that the Biden family left on Friday afternoon to go to Camp David, right? And they didn't get home on Monday. They came home on Tuesday. And since the cocaine was found on Saturday or Sunday, it's incredibly irresponsible to suggest that Hunter Biden dropped the cocaine before he left on Friday. I mean, just her plausible, it's, it's irresponsible because they were gone from late Friday afternoon to Tuesday. Makes absolutely no sense. He could have right. dropped it on his way out on Friday morning, Friday afternoon, whatever. Well, I would say this too, though. I think the White House is, I, I have to believe that their press people are the dumbest people in the world because they, they their people should be using this to be, as. and I'm just throwing this out there, but if you were president of the United States and your laptop information came out about your kid and he's got all kinds of problems and he's going this and he's doing that, you could be playing the empathy card of, you know, he relapsed and, you know, we're trying to work through this problem and it's incredibly irresponsible for him to have this blah, blah, blah. You know, I, I think yeah, I realize that they're admitting to a criminal offense, but we can see what you can do. You can get Hunter off. We're not worried about that. Right. Right. But it, we're not worried about that. But I think you, they could have taken the empathetic route and actually earned the hearts of a lot of people who mm -hmm. had their children suffer from these things. Um, but instead, they want to try to lie, cover it up. I mean, it's just like the Clintons. It's it's so bad. Just like Obama hiding his cigarettes, and now his kids hiding their cigarettes. I mean, it's just like, look, we all have vices. 
just because you're president of the United States doesn't mean you don't have some sort of vice. Um, maybe right. you like to drink. I don't know. Uh, maybe you like to smoke a dude. I don't know. You know, most of them like women. Um, <laughs> that's their vices. You know, tell that to JFK. Right. But yeah, it's built a tunnel for so, it, right? Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, we talked in a previous podcast about how the Democrats and the Republicans go back and forth and and how each party fights the other party. I found this video about how the Democrats are fighting the Republicans. Just one more quiver in my bow case to show you guys that the Republicans are trying because you and Unicorn said last podcast that uh, the Republicans aren't doing enough. Well, let's see what they're up against. I wonder why elections matter. Check this out. And when we have a pandemic like COVID-19 pandemic that we had, two-year-olds should have been required to wear masks. It would be child abuse for parents not to do that because there was no vaccination available for two-year-olds. The only way to protect them against COVID, against COVID was to have them wear masks. I got to stop this video here. Did you hear Nadler almost say against the COVID vaccination? The only right. way to protect the kids against the COVID vaccination, I mean, uh, the, against COVID. <laughs> All right. Here we go with the video. That, that is why elections matter. That was Congressman Jerry Nadler from New York two weeks ago on the House floor arguing against my bill, the RAINS Act, the largest regulatory reform bill in American history. Now, his argument is that Regulators, nameless, faceless bureaucrats with no accountability to anyone, really, should have the power to classify your decisions as a parent as child abuse if they don't agree with your decision. This is just another example of government gone wild and all the more reason we've got to take our country back. How'd you like that? Well, in in unicorn in my defense, I just want to state for the record, if anybody listened to last week's podcast, for all of you that did, <laughs> you would know that we were saying that Republicans always seem to want to push it when they have just enough potential majority to get something through, but no, they don't chance, stand a chance in hell in the Senate. It just It's just for their campaigning and grandstanding. Well, we did this and well, we did that and the Democrats shot it down in the Senate and it's, you know, it's all a load of horse pucky to me because here's where I go back to. And I always point it out to people. There's a lot of times in history, but the last one was the first two years of the Trump administration. It was a Trump controlled administration. Everything was in Republican control. And guess what? All they did was argue amongst themselves. They didn't really get squat. Remember, they were going to repeal Obamacare. That was gone. Never going to have done deal. BS. I mean, I call Republicans out for it because you had two years. And, and trust me, in two years, you guys could have rocked out and changed this country back to being a great conservative nation. And instead, you didn't. You fought amongst yourselves. You used it as a ploy. You know what I'm saying? The Freedom Caucus the tea party they all used it as a ploy i'm in this group i'm in that group that's just childish and they didn't get anything done nothing we come together come together kind of yeah. like how this uh how this podcast came together it all came together all the videos <laughs> followed each other 
We are uh, done with this video. Our holistic prescription for America is to listen to more long chair podcasts. Hey, this is Captain Morgan. Hey, this is Bradley Weather. Hey, this is Johnny Weather. I know you want to listen to us every second of every day. That's why, because I've got the best prescriptions for you. That is why we made it easy for you to find us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and of course, Radio Public, where you can subscribe, share, and give a five-star rating. Because you know life just ain't right without a good government. Granted by we the people. And we're like a dog show. Best in class, baby. I got a couple of girls and it's going real sway. The next stop is the East Side Motel. We used to chase that tad and lose the freight. Couple of kids in a Chevrolet. It's a little air on the cross tracks. Slipping off some from a paper sack. You hang your shirt on that maple lamp. Slipping through the moon to the river bank. Wasn't very long, I was jumping in, jumping in. I guess I'm still doing now what I was doing then. Chasing you like a shot of whiskey. Burn.